ELC Radio. Indomitable City, Indomitable Team, Indomitable Church, Saturday, June 1st, 8 p.m., Papa Murphy's Park at Cal Expo. Get ready. San Antonio FC versus our Sacramento Republic FC, Elevate Life Church. Are you ready? Love God, lift others. Welcome to Elevate Life Church. To Elevate Life Church. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy another elevated message. Here's Senior Pastor Sergio Lamone. Again, we want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers today. But uh, we want to take some time to hear from our uh, Trinidad and Tobago missions team. Um, watching those, those images there really just takes me back. But we had such an amazing uh, trip uh, last week down there. And it just blows me away every time we go on a trip. Because my role on these trips when I take a team is more of just coach. Okay, And then we get to see uh, different people take their take their place at the helm and share their gifts. And as you could see on this, man, our team just, uh, they just, they just came alive. I was so proud as a pastor of every sacrifice that these guys made uh, to go on this trip. Many of them used their only week of vacation to set it aside and go out here and do the work of the Lord. And uh, the pictures that you saw are in the public schools. Amen. Public schools, guys, um, where they were open to us coming in and ministering the gospel with no restrictions. Uh, we, we ran into some things. There was a Muslim family at one of the places uh, that we were at. when we, The father came to pick up his daughter in the middle of our presentation, and he was very upset. And he began to yell at one of the teachers and say, how could you let my daughter be a part of this thing? You know, you know, we're not we don't we don't want to be a part of this. And, you know, and he was yelling at the teacher. And luckily I had I had Eddie with me and Eddie was looking over like, you better step back or we're going to have a holy war right here. No, 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 I wasn't going to be that. But it was kind of scary because, uh, you know, he was very upset about it. And so there was some things that we're facing, we faced over there, and even that the church is going to have to face. But uh, overall, the schools were very pleased. They want us to come back. The ladies that you saw being prayed for at, at, were at one of the schools. Those were the administrators uh, that Robbie and Lou and some of the team were ministering to. They had a word of knowledge for, and, and they just got wrecked by the Holy Spirit. Not only that, but we began to get reports uh, that kids were going home and telling their parents. Uh, there was a team that came to my school, and all the students were crying. 
And it brought up a lot of conversations with people. Uh, teachers, again, were coming out. Same thing we've experienced in the Philippines, saying, why are, why are the kids crying? Why, why, what's going on? You know, And it really brought some great dialogue up for uh, understanding the Holy Spirit. And number one, that God is real. And it was just an amazing, amazing experience to, to see that. Uh, again, not in a church setting, but out in, in the uh, public place, like a school. And uh, as we got there, some of the administrators were real skeptical, like, what are these guys going to do? But by the end of it, you could see their hearts were melted, and, and they want us to come back. And so we're really praying uh, about, you know, I think our team's already made up their mind, but uh, maybe I'm the only one praying uh, about going back next year because we really feel like uh, we've started something again, like we did in the Philippines, which by the way, uh, Eddie and Chona are back from the Philippines. Amen. And, the, and also her mom and dad. Many of you know her, her mother passed away. And so they were able to go and be at the memorial service. It's good to have you guys back. But a few years back, we experienced the same thing in the Philippines and that we ended up going back three years in a row. And then of course, sending Eddie who spent a year there. And so prior, prior to that, we did the same thing in Jamaica where we went for two years in a row, and then we sent uh, Rebecca, who spent almost a year there. Uh, she was our first long-term missionary there. So I don't know if the same thing's happening uh, in Trinidad. I've been going to Trinidad since the 90s. This was my actually my 12th trip there, and um, it was just so great to see the team come and uh, what God was going to do, uh, what God did through them. So uh, I want some of them to go ahead and come on up. Uh, Jack, you want you want to start off? Jack, give it up for Jack. He was a last uh, second addition to the team, um, and this really blessed me, and I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. I hope he doesn't mind. He wasn't uh, originally signed up, but he came into some money. How many like it when you come into some money? And what I love about what he told me is he, he, when, he, when he got the money, he said, okay, Lord, what is this for? How many know? Let's just be honest. Some of us wouldn't have did that, right? We wouldn't have did that. We would have just like been like, praise God, thank you, it's my money, I'm blessed. But, um, you know, my wife and I have learned to do that. Whenever we come into money, our first question is to ask the Lord, why are you giving this, giving this to us? And so it was a real blessing that he did that. And, of course, he talked it over with his wife. And they felt that for their family's future, they needed to be on this trip. And so I'll let you share some more. Give it up for All right. Well, um, it wasn't that simple. So <laughs> I, uh, I did have a moment of like, okay, my anniversary is coming up. I'm going to hook my wife up. But then I talked to Sarah, and of course, she steered me in the right direction and said, you know what? Like, the most important thing you can do for our marriage is obey God. So that was like confirmation right away because initially I was signed up, but then, you know, Life happens, and I wasn't able to go because I couldn't afford to go. But then the miracle signs and wonders started before the trip even even began. And like Pastor said, the, the checks just started coming in, random stuff. It was it, really unexpected. But I got to the trip. I got to Trini, and, and that was the, I mean, just going was a blessing in itself. But going out there, um, that was something completely different. I mean, I've been on trips before. I didn't really know what to expect going to Trinidad, and uh, it was it was different. It was different than Mexico, and it was different than the Philippines. Um, I, I, there's so much to say. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I don't want to take up too much time, but uh, 
I, I will say that what I've left with was a better understanding and a better uh, revelation about what, what Pastor had been preaching about prior to us going in childlike faith and understanding, like, these kids, like, we would go to these schools and, you know, th- it's all voluntary. They didn't have to get in line and, and go receive prayer, but they were so excited because they really truly believed that God was using us, some normal people, to, to go there and, and, and to deliver something. And that something is Jesus. And they really had that hope. And they were breaking down before they even got prayer. They were in line because they were just like, you know what? And it wasn't selfish things. It wasn't about like, hey, God, you know, can you come bless me? And they were asking for prayer for family, for friends, um, you know, things like that. And if, they, and if it was for something for themselves, like, hey, I, I, you know, I really need to do good on my, my exams. They're coming up. School's about to be out they would ask for, you know, favor with that so that they could become successful and help their families and their communities. And it was, it was just the dopest thing to see that um, these young people, they really affected me because they are so selfless and um, just their heart is really after God. And, and like, I, I couldn't, it couldn't have been a better example to me. And to think, you know, again, as usual, I always say this every trip is that I go there to give and I come back and I, I've received something. And um, like most people who go on the trips, and it, it was just a blessing. Um, that was major for me, and it was also a, a really big blessing because, again, I've been on uh, quite a few trips now, and um, to see some of the younger cats that were on the trip be able to just go there and just sell out for the Lord, like that was just a crazy inspiration. And, you know, being a, a you know, I, I've been around a little while, and I still have my issue with pride and whatnot, but to see these dudes just let loose and just say, you know what? Like, God, do what you will with me. And allowing themselves to be used was just, like, the, the, the greatest inspiration. So, yeah, that was, that was my experience and what I got from the trip. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. It really, it, it really was great. Uh, again, Jack's been on many trips with us. And uh, Trinidad's a great place. One of the great things about Trinidad is English is their first language. Uh, they don't speak it like us. And there was, there was this one guy, as soon as I got there, I've known him from before, he ran up to me and he started talking to me and telling me, he was actually asking me, where's your dad? Is your dad here? I want to take your dad out. I heard your dad was coming. And he said this big, long thing, and I had no clue. And so I did the missions thing, and you just kind of like, all right, yeah, yeah, so good to see you too. Hey, yeah. And he walked away and went to one of our other team members, and somehow they were with Eddie, and he made out. like Eddie was able to tell, hey, that guy was trying to talk to you. I was like, I know. I don't know what he was saying. And Eddie was like, well, he's saying he was looking for your dad. And so English is the first language. They just speak it a little different. And, um, and so uh, right now I want Eddie to come. And before he comes up, though, Eddie, uh, many of you know, is an incredible writer. And he's been writing all of the plays and dramas that we've done here on Easter, on Christmas, and the different ones we've done. Well, this was the first year we were able to take one international. And we did the Easter play that we did here with the video that Jesse had uh, edited and put together, which was just did an amazing job. And um, we took it over there, and we were able to do that there. And, uh, and also, Robbie and Eddie were able to do a workshop where they trained uh, the, the team over at TAM and teach them a couple of our skits and stuff. So, Eddie, if you'd go ahead and come right now. And let's hear from Mr. Eddie Cobb. Uh, 
got off the phone earlier with uh, the people in Trinidad, and they found most of Samuel's marbles. They're going to bring him back to him somehow. <laughs> Sam and Aubrey lost their minds down there. Chewy, my brother Will over here. I was so happy because I, I, I got this is my fifth one. So I was, I was able to sit back a little bit and watch. And uh, what, what he did to my brothers and my sister Aubrey was amazing. I understand Aubrey's always like that, but I don't know her like that. I don't know her. She's very proper. She's, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, she went, she went nuts down there. And uh, I was having talks with Sam before we went down there, and I was trying to, trying to coach him into, like, hey, you know, when we go down there, bro, it's not, it's not about you. You can't be, can't be quiet like this. You got to come out your shell. You got to, we try to pull him back. <laughs> we were trying to pull him back, you know. It was amazing to see. And what was amazing also for me was the dads that were able to come to us. It's usually about the kids. But there was a lot of dads who were somehow led to speak to me about uh, things they needed help with. And I was able to pray for them and just common sense things to them. You know, there was a dad who came up to me who said he hadn't had a relationship with his son in four years. And this guy serves at the church that he goes to the son. So he, has, he doesn't have a relationship with his son for four years, but he goes to the church three times a week where his son and him serve. So I, I asked him, you know, why, why don't you talk to him, you know? And he goes, oh, we have, uh, we, we're different in the sense that, you know, he's, he's come out, he's gay. And I was like, still waiting for the, the problem, you know? I was like, well, so, so, so what's the problem? And he was just like, well, I have a hard time with him being gay. And I was like, but where's the problem? Why don't you have a relationship with him? And he goes, I don't know. I, I just, I want one. I go, well, who is your son? And he pointed him out, you know. I called his son over. I said, tell your son what you just told me. Because clearly he's not talking to a son. Tell your son what you just told me. And he looked at me like, dude, you're busting me out. And I was like, <laughs> tell him what you just told me. Like, I'm not here. Just tell him. And he was just like, I love you. I miss you. I don't understand the gay stuff, you know, and that's what I have a hard time with. I have a son and two daughters. I'm not going to have anybody carry my name. What's well, last name? Singh. I mean, everybody is Singh <laughs> in the islands, you know what I mean? So, but, but they started talking, and the song was like, I'm sorry you're having a hard time with that, but i got to be honest with myself, and if this is wrong, I'll figure it out if it's wrong. You know, but I just need you to be my dad. I need you to love me. I need you to support me. I want to be here for you. I want to love you. I want to support you. So when they started dialoguing, right, it did this. <laughs> and I was watching them from across the church. And they were talking, talking, talking. Boom. <laughs> Darn it, Chito. <laughs> It was amazing. It was just amazing to see that happen and that God had used, somehow had used me to be able to, you know, fix it. You know what I mean? Because I didn't fix it. He, the problem was he don't talk to his son. Where's your son? Right there. Wow. Here. Son. <laughs> you know? And, and 
I mean, that was the big thing for me, but there was uh, uh, so many other things that the kids that have gone through it down there that were able to, you know, everybody was gravitating to Jack. <laughs> you know, the, he, he, everybody was just going to him, talking about things, the kids, and there was a girl and, and, and this young lady, and the way he used us just still amazes me. And of all the mission trips I've been to, this has by far been the greatest for me. I'm going to go back with or without pastor. <laughs> I declare it. <laughs> I'm talking to the drama team down there, and uh, we're going to start doing things. <laughs> and I ask you for a prayer on that. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> oh, man. It, it really is amazing uh, when you say yes to God. And, um, you know, I get asked all the time, why do you guys do these trips? We do these trips because of, of stories like that. You know, I go, on, I go on trips all the time. I'm going to be in Philippines this summer, Malaysia later on, you know. But there's something different. Uh, there's things that God does through the team and through you that he can't do through me. Like, I would have never did what Eddie just did right there. We, God needed to bring Eddie from South Sac to break down the, the, the protocols. Come on, somebody. Amen. Uh, that, well, you really shouldn't do that. You shouldn't have busted him out. You know, m- most of us would have thought, oh, yeah, you can't bust him out. But he's just like, I'm going to bust you out. <laughs> and you're going to get your son back. So these are, these are reasons why, guys, you can't say, well, what is, how is God going to use me? You just may be the very thing uh, that God is waiting to use. And, and think about this. God had to bring somebody from South Sac to Trinidad so a, son, so a father could get his son back. That's what we've been talking about is the gospel story, right? The father trying to get his children back. And uh, it's it just amazing. And I, I love seeing Eddie in those, uh, in those settings. Um, the people just really took to him. He shared his testimony and just blew everybody's wig back. Uh, people were lining up to give him hugs after service and just love on him because he made the mistake, said, if you need a hug, I'm a great hugger. And they were like, all right, cool, you know. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, he wants to hug you. And so they're like, cool, you shouldn't have said that. And he was, he was like an hour after service hugging folk. And it, it, was, it was really, really good. I want uh, Robbie and Lou to come right now. Um, man, I'm so thankful for this couple in so many respects. Yeah, give it up for him. Um, this couple does so much. They're such pillars in our house uh, in everything from being supporters financially to serving to leading prayer on Thursdays to really doing whatever's asked. And um, really, if I was the coach on, on the team, I mean, these were the team captains because they really just took a hold of every outreach and Robbie, as soon as he grabs a mic at an outreach, he has no agenda, but that per- he has no agenda. You, if you're to ask him, what are you going to do? He'd be like, I'm just going to call you up and da, da, da. And it always changes. It always changes. Um, but when he grabs it, whatever he's doing, God anoints. And it was just amazing to see, uh, because I know Robbie from years back, something comes on him when he goes to the nation's. And um, he is able to throw out a net, uh, in other words, give an altar call like nobody's business. It doesn't matter if they're little kids, high schoolers, or adults. 
uh, the Holy Spirit just really uses them both in that way. And we just had an amazing time. So tell us about your experience. Um, one of the things that was really, um, really stood out to me was kind of like how Jack was saying, the child within. And it was so amazing to see not only how it, you know, these children were just so free, but also in our own team. There was so much healing that took place that, you know, just by God using everybody who went on this trip, and literally I saw things getting broken off of people over and over again. Freedoms, um, people gaining their self-confidence, you know, um, hurts broken off. And it was just so amazing to see how God will use every single individual, no matter what, and how um, he just... He orchestrates things so that you can find your own goodness, you know. Um, the other thing that really touched me about this trip was, you know, in the in past trips, we've always, like, really had the opportunity to grow bonds with the kids and stuff like that. And this trip was a little different because um, we were kind of given strict timelines. And so what I really found was, and I, I loved it, was that we were able to grow um, relationships with the people in the house at TAM. And that was amazing. There are so many amazing people in that church. And just to be able to see their ministry grow um, and how we were able to pour into that was really amazing. Amen. Okay. Um, this trip was, um, man, God, God had to intervene because I really wasn't going to go. Um, I wasn't going to go. And for, you know, um, a, a bonus, bonus check came in and it was, it was paid for just, just getting over there. I just want to say, man, the team that, whew, the team that, that went was just such, they were so amazing out there. So amazing. And um, it's it's true. Um, I change the thing up all the time. Um, the the thing that, and yeah, I change that schedule up. I don't know how many times. I did half of human videos. Half. Okay, we're just doing the first part of this, guys. Okay, first part. And they're like, why are we not doing the second? I said no, um, because we had strict timelines. We had 30 minutes in the school to do what we needed to do to bring heaven on earth. We had 45 minutes, and that was including the altar call and, been, and, and then praying for, for the kids. There was one morning I woke up, and I just went outside by the pool. Yes, there was a pool there. <laughs> and I just sat there looking at the ocean. It was, it was right there of you. <laughs> Mission work, huh? Come on. And I closed my eyes, and, and that morning, the Holy Spirit showed me three things. One thing was... Um, a T-shirt um, that had orange stripes. And so now, you know, um, just paying attention to those things, what, what, what the Holy Spirit shows me. So I carry that. And then um, Christine was praying for three girls at one time. There was three girls around her. She goes, Robbie, come over here. Help me pray. I said, okay. And so I walked over there, and um, the Holy Spirit reminded me of what he had shown me in the morning. And um, uh, I said, I said, uh, which one of you, um, favorite color is orange? And then one girl goes like this. I said, do you have a um, shirt with orange stripes? She goes, it's at home. I said, you're the one. 
And so just by that word of knowledge, she broke down. God was just right there in her face, and she just started crying. And um, just things like that happened throughout the trip. Um, that video that um, you see that lady, there was a word of knowledge that she had, um, something was wrong with her her leg. And so I called it out, and um, God had healed her just like that. I said, where is it at? Where is that pain at? She goes, it's gone. And I'm like, oh, my God, praise God. Because it surprises me, too. It does. It does. It does. It surprised me, too. But the thing about it is I've learned to take a risk. I could either be right or I could be wrong. But I do not, I want to be able to leave, you know, what I came for. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's what the team did, man. We, we brought, you know what I'm saying, we brought our lives over there, and we left everything over there for these kids. And there was this one girl, I think it was the last school that we went to, and I really couldn't understand what she, um, she said because I asked her, I said, what can I pray for? And she, she just broke. She started crying. And I took her in my arms, and I held this little girl in my arms, and she couldn't stop crying. I just prayed. I prayed um, for her. Um, I just spoke um, tongues over her life, uh, just prayed and blessed her. And when I tried to, like, release her, she did not do it. She did not want to let go. I tried three times, and she did not want to let go. And I had to tell her, I said, I have to go now. I said, but when I go, I said, you have to know that God, Jesus, is with you every single step of the way. I said, yeah. I said, do you understand that? She says, yes. And so just things like that. And, um, man, I, you know, I said something in the school. I said, if there's any place I would move in the world, and I said this, if there's any place I would move in the world, um, because I was thinking about culture of honor, you know what I'm saying? I have to honor this country. I have to be able to say, hey, this is a beautiful place, and I really, truly believe that. And um, I said, I would move to Trinidad. And my wife was like, what? Just kidding. It is a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. And, um, man, to see what God was doing there was, was so tremendous, so tremendous. And um, we're going back. Are we going back? Okay. We're going back. So, but I encourage you. Um, I encourage you, you know, um, the, and I just want to close with this. I feel like I'm preaching. Good Lord. Okay. The back. Oh, my gosh. So my, um, my wife was praying for a lady, and I get this word of knowledge. And so I wanted to interrupt, but I'm like, okay, just wait, just wait, you know. So she's praying for her, and she says, do you have back pain? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said, lower back. You know, so we were both in it. It was so crazy. I'm like, that's so awesome. Because I think that's the first time, right, that that happened, like both of us get a so it was, it's so cool. But we learned that what um, the presence of God that's inside of us, we're able to release him into the nation of Trinidad and Tobago. But um, it reminded me of the woman at the well. Um, you know, um, Jesus, um, you know, told her about the living water. And she believed. She went back to the city. And then she came back with almost the whole, the whole city, the whole town. And I just want to say this, is that your yes, your belief and your yes to God is directly connected to other people's destinies, you guys. It's connected to other people's destinies. So those of you who say yes here in the States and also saying yes to the nations, you're going to directly affect and effect the nations of the world and the community around you. God bless you.
That, that's so true. And, and uh, our team, these are everyday people. I know uh, Eddie's, Eddie's a butcher. Robbie works for a, a printer company. Lou is at Sutter Health. Uh, Jack is a behavioral therapist. Is that right? Say that right? I mean, all these guys are just, just like all of us, just work jobs and, and, and just said yes to the call. So I want, I want Willard to come up right now. Willard was on his rookie, rookie overseas trip. Uh, just about a year ago, uh, Willard was going into rehab to get his life right uh, with the Lord, of course, and of course, get off of drugs. And it's been amazing to see what God has done. And on this trip, uh, he just he really just came alive. And I'll let him tell you about it. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> um, first and foremost, uh, I've never been a part of something so great. So I just want to honor Pastor Tina and Pastor Sergio because Whew. Man, that trip was crazy. I mean, Lou, I sat there and watched Lou pray over somebody, and she called it. She said, your pain's in your elbow. And I was like, God wanted me to see this. So I was just like, man, so it's mind-blowing because I've, I've never been a part of it. I'm the first one in my family to go overseas on an international trip, period. Can I tell them the testimony on how I got my ticket? So, um... Basically, you guys know I do a lot of work with the church over there, and on New Year's uh, Eve, Pastor took me out to eat, and um, he offered me, he said, for all the work you do, we want to honor you and buy the ticket for you. And I was like, really? So I was like, okay, okay. So a lot of you know I was getting into my firefighting stuff, and I got into this class, and then they told me I couldn't go, and, uh, or told me um, I couldn't go because of the hours. I would miss two days. And then at the last day, the lady calls me and says, no, we have some issues with your background check. You can't get in. So I was praying a lot and um, basically asking God, okay, you're sending me on this trip. So now when I'm out there, I'm looking and I'm looking and um, I get to uh, this little girl and this is what made my whole trip. But the little girl was the last girl in the whole line. And God told me just to tell her she was beautiful. And I go and told her, I said, you're beautiful. And I was asking all the kids, what do you want to be when you get older? And I was just praying for him and encouraging him. And this little girl goes, I want to be a Coast Guard. And I went, what? A Coast Guard? And I was like, okay, tell me. So then she's like, my mom, and, and, and my mom has always called me a water baby and this and that. And then she goes, my aunt that passed away also called me a water baby. And she was my favorite sibling. And I go, you know what? I said, I got this feeling in my heart. God's telling me, because I said, my father's in heaven and he watches over me. I said, God's telling me to let you know your aunt loves you. And this little girl, I've never watched somebody's face. I could, like, feel my words hit her heart. And she just cracked. And she, I let her cry, and I let her cry. But she was so happy. And, and it just filled my heart. And then I gave her a big old hug. And then I went over to Robbie. And I'm like, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. You know, because I was blown. And I told her, I said, you're the reason I came on this trip. God used me from South Sac, like he used Eddie, just to tell this girl that her aunt loves her. Because it made my trip. I could feel it. And so basically, um, I'm sitting there telling Robbie, like, Robbie, this just happened? <laughs> and Robbie's looking at me like, okay, okay. And then I didn't know the little girl had came back, and she was standing right here. And then finally, she's like, I'm not waiting no more. She came up, and she hit me on the hip. And she was just like, sir, thank you. She gave me a big old hug. And then Robbie ended up giving um, his gift to her and stuff. So that was just a big, big uh, opening for me. And to be a part of something where... God used this whole bus of people. It was like we were almost on tour, I felt like. The word was getting out. Things were going. 
Pastor Sergio learned how to speak English Caribbean because I'm sitting in a shotgun seat over there, and I'm, the guy's telling me, I go, what'd you say? Because we're driving around, and I'm asking him all these questions about the coconuts on the trees and the birds, and what do we do? And then Pastor Sergio's in here translating. I'm like, I still don't understand. <laughs> nah, but it was an honor, man. Thank you, Pastor, Pastor Tina, Pastor Sergio, for following your vision. Because I've traveled, like, I've traveled the United States playing baseball and things like that, but I've never been a part of something where I've seen God moving every single person. And I got to watch it, and I was just like, what he said in the beginning is the trip's not about you. It's not. And, and I've never been a part of a group that let their egos and their pride go away. That was just like that. It was mind-blowing to me. And, and I want more and more of it. It was just a blessing, you guys. And it, you got to be, I told him, I said, the pictures and the videos, they do some justice, but not close to what you get when you experience it, you know. So that was just kind of my experience with the whole thing. So. You just got to say yes. Amen. I'm not trying to make this a commercial for everybody to, to get on a, a, a missions trip and something. But, you know, one of the things I, I preached a word in Trinidad while we were there about the seven manifestations of, of the spirit of God. And Jesus said that when we're filled with the spirit, uh, we would have rivers of living water on the inside of us. How many remember that scripture? I think it's in John chapter 5. Well, there are, there are seven different manifestations of water in the Bible, and we talked about that in, in Trinidad. Maybe I'll, I'll preach that here at some point. But one of the manifestations of water is mist, and it's found in Genesis chapter 1, where it says, before the rains fell, the way that God watered the earth was through a mist. And one of the things that the presence of God in your life is for, it's for the nations. It's for the nations. There's a deposit in your life that God puts there that you won't be able to tap in until you get on a plane and you go somewhere and, and, and minister the word to them. Amen. And so uh, I want right now, I want uh, JB to come. And uh, is your son in here too? Why don't you bring him up here with you? Uh, they, they, they came, and I tell you what, we're so proud of Julian. Uh, he did an amazing job. He was the youngest on our team, 14 years old. And um, yeah, <clears throat> from our Rise student movement here, and he was representing that. And of course, JB was able to come and share her story uh, the first night at the church. And I tell you what, it was an amazing time. There wasn't a dry eye in the place because then Julian stepped up right after her and shared his uh, part of the story. So why don't you share your experience? So um, it was a really amazing trip. This is my fourth trip, but my first with um, my son. Um, and just going to the trip, um, if you know my story, if you know my testimony, he is part of my testimony. And so um, about a year and a half ago, he, we, we as a family completed a step-parent adoption. And so um, with that, he was able to obtain his passport. Prior to that, it's way more complicated. So he's been granted that freedom to go into the nations and do what he was called. Um, and his yes was more like a, okay, mom. <laughs> Um, he, and yeah, I am going to put you on blast a little. He didn't want to go. Even the first day we were there, I was like, okay, you know, look, it's beautiful. Do you want to be here? He's like, no. I'm like, all right. And, and being a mom, uh, you know, you're trying to raise your son right, and you don't want to push them too hard to where they're, 
they they hit the road like no you pushed me too hard so I was really battling with that but I said you know what he needs to go he needs to go he's currently homeschooled he has opportunity to go he has the flexibility in his schedule let's do it um, and seeing him this this he like holds himself back a little bit he's a little bit more reserved seeing him just be this totally different person that was completely used by God was an amazing thing. And thank you to, to Jose and Sam. Um, they, he, he wasn't with me at all, practically the whole trip. Like, I don't even, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> he stayed with the boys. He did his thing. Um, he's, he's made up for it. We, we spent some time together since the trip. But he wasn't, like, he wasn't, he wasn't next to me. He was able to break free and do what he needed to do. I'll let him talk about that. But for me, um, Normally on my trips, like I always say I have to pull on my Pastor Tina spirit. And for me, that means like I have to pull on the strength that she has to be able to pray for people, to be able to speak to people. This is the first trip where I didn't pull on my Pastor Tina spirit. I pulled on my own spirit. And so I was able to um, be able to speak into people's lives, to be able to pray powerfully into people. And there was one evening... Pastor Sergio was just calling people out, like, hey, you, you, you. So he called this couple up, and <laughs> they came up to me. They're very, like, more reserved. And so I just began to pray for them, minister to them. Um, they had a young daughter with them, and I really spoke to them. And um, afterwards, they, they came and they brought me back, and they were just, thank you so much. We really appreciate that everything you said is what we needed in prayer, exactly what you said. And you have an anointing, they told me, on families, which, if you know what I do, families are 100% of my job. So it's just confirmation of what God is doing through me to be able to reach other people, whether it's at work or through the nations. And um, like Pastor, I'm piggybacking. Um, <laughs> like Pastor Sergio and Eddie, and, you know, it took someone else to come to be able to reach these people. And so the, they emailed me, and they followed up, and I have to read what he says. He said, like it happened to the children of Israel, today goes down in history for our family as a memorial of what God is about to do. Those words, like history, like I was a part of their history. That's amazing. Like I'm just a regular old girl from Stockton. <laughs> I'm from South Sac, guys. <laughs> and so for God to use me to be able to speak to these families, like that, like, that just means so much to be able to speak to other moms, to other single moms, to show moms like your kids can be great. You know, just keep pouring into them. Just keep loving on them. And, you know, they, they even told Pastor Sergio, we're so glad that you didn't pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, they were like, God handpicked you for our prayers. And um, they, their daughter, uh, she's probably almost done with high school and so she was very like undecisive of what she wants to do and I told them I said I, I actually see her in a lab coat I see her as a physician and they just like oh my gosh we've been saying that and that's confirmation and her eyes were just blown and I said you know you don't think you have the capability and you do you she goes no I said you're very smart you excel you know this and she was just like and I said you're gonna do it and you're gonna do it well and um, she told me that actually in her exams, she's had several, um, I guess it's like honors, so distinctions. She's had several distinctions in her, in her exams. And I said, see, you have it in you. So just to see the kids, oh, my gosh, the children were amazing. They, 
I was able to do a lot of the photography, so I popped in and out of helping out, but watching the whole team do their jobs, like, and the children just receiving and just loving on them, it was amazing what we could do in 30 minutes, seriously. And what we can do with more time and just by that okay or that yes, like, there's so much more that can be done. So I'll let him speak. Hello. Um, sorry, I have a little bit of stage, stage fright. But um, over there was really powerful, you know. Um, a lot of the kids I was playing, praying for, um, they, a lot of what they um, were struggling with was, like, uh, fathers that were, like, addicted to, like, drinking alcohol. And the, some of them were, like, abusive fathers. And, you know, it really touched me. And I, I spoke tongues for the first time. And uh, um, and I really felt the Holy Spirit there. Like I, it was strong there. Like God's love that I felt, it was it's unexplainable for me. It's like when my mom said, you know, I didn't want to go, but God kept telling me in my head, you know, it's not about me. It's you know, and. You know, it's, it's kind of getting to me, but um, yeah, it was it was really great. You know, I stepped out of my comfort zone. You know, my shell, um, my sweater, <laughs> um, and uh, I got a little bit more of uh, you know influence from the others here at this house of God. You know, and you know, I told my testimony too. You know, I broke down a little bit, but. You know, I still told the rest of my testimony because God helped me through the way. And, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm crazy. It's, it's crazy. Hey, then give it up one more time for him. Amen. <laughs> Train up a child in the way they should go. Mama, sometimes you got to go, oh, no, you're going. <laughs> right? Amen? Dad, sometimes, oh, no, you're going. You're going. And that, that, let it be. And Mama knows best. Amen? And we saw God do some great things there uh, through Julian. And, uh, man, it's a powerful, powerful time. I want to bring up Cece. Is Cece. Come on up, Cece. Cece. Cece is a single mom. And this was a huge sacrifice for her. She had some things pending back here and, and uh, almost had to say no to the trip, but she felt like she needed to obey God and tell us her experience. Oh, God is good. <laughs> well, let me try not to cry. As you guys who are on the trip know, it's hard to do for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I felt this calling to go since the first time. Um, we were going to go to Trinidad last year. Um, I felt the calling, said yes, trip got postponed, and then I entered into a very difficult season. Um, I was struggling. I had to work two jobs, 60, 70 hours a week. Um, it got very exhausting, and I just kept praying and pulling on God to pull me through it. And sure enough, at the end of that season, um, I finally was able to quit my second job, but by that, I was able to fill my building pledge. I was able to put my deposit down when the trip came back. Um, and when I quit the second job, I got a new job so I can only work one. 
And I'm in the interview, and I said, I said yes to this mission trip. The only way I can accept this position is if I can go. Without hesitation in the interview, they said, yes, you can go. Now I'm excited. We're starting to practice scripts. I'm going to the meetings. And about two weeks before the trip, I get a knock on the door. And I got served. I have, um, you know, some custody battle stuff. So now I didn't know if I was going to go, but it was the last day of the trip. Prayed on it, reached out to pastor. And I had family telling me, you can't go, you can't go. I said, no, God called me. I owe it to him to go. This is not a vacation. This is God's work. And it was up until, what, four days before? I, it was a Monday night, and I said, I can't. It's not fair to the team that I don't know. And sure enough, by Tuesday, pastor's like, we made a way. You're coming back early. And I knew that was God. And while I was there, I just completely took myself out. I said, God, you're going to use me. And there are so many experiences. And while, like Jack said, we go to give, but we received so much. God used me. I know when Robbie laid hands on one of the administrators, immediately after that, there was another lady who had pain. And he said, Cece, come here, lay your hand on her knee. And I said, okay. And I go and I lay hands and she was healed. I healed, I, like, that. God used me to do that. <laughs> it was amazing, you know, and, and just touching on these kids, I had so many connections with the children, and as a mother, we have that unconditional love, and just to love on them and hug them, a lot of those kids don't have that. They don't have that love of, you know, the, just telling them they're beautiful, the simple things, encouraging them, and God allowed our team to do that. And, you know, just that motherly love, I just loved on them the way I love my son. And I know it's very difficult for him, but I just explained to him, and I'm paving the way. I'm breaking generational curses. God is using me to do that as he's using the team. He uses us, normal people, single moms. Like, And while I was over there, I did connect with another woman. And she was also a single mom. She had a son. And... Um, I prayed over her. My last service there um, was the morning service. And as we're talking after, she told me, she said, we have been living the same lives in different countries. And it was so powerful because it's true. They think because you're from America, you're rich, which we are rich in very many ways. And but we still struggle, you know, and um, by the grace of God, I'm able to just keep pulling through. And, you know, I healed in so many ways. I'm more confident with my prayer life, with connecting with people, and just learning to accept who we are, that God created us. And as I'm praying over them, it's confirmation. God loves you no matter what. You are loved unconditionally. You are not alone in these situations. And I just know that I'm just continuing to do that. And when, and thank you, JB, for sharing your story, because I saw the vision. My son and I are going to be doing those together, too, you know, and I just believe in that, and thank you, thank you, God, and thank you to our pastors for creating that vision. I would have never known I'd be overseas somewhere, you know, Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit. God is so good. (laughs) All you got to do is say yes. Uh, I don't want to take up too much more time. Where's David? David uh, Gutierrez, come on up here. 
David has become, uh, the, he got script offers in Trinidad. They want to give him his own show over there. Uh, it was so great having David on this trip. I mean, for those of you that know his family, his family has been a major pillar in this house. They do every outreach, every part of children's ministry, and it's always a blessing to have them come. And then David, on the acting tip, uh, uh, he just does an amazing job. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Pastor. Um, gosh, I don't even know what to say besides what everybody else says, how awesome this trip was. I mean, it was amazing. Um, when I prayed about it and I asked God, you know, I was on the fence, too, with my work and everything. I didn't know if I can go. I didn't know if I could make it. The finances wasn't a part of it. It was a time off. Talked to my boss. They said, yeah, you know, you got time up. Go ahead and go. So when I was able to go, I said, okay, God, you know, how can you use me over there? You know, what can you use me? This kid who went to this school, I went to this school, grew up around the corner. What can, how can you use me? And then something Pastor Sergio said many years ago in Mexico, teach the kids, talk to the kids, hold them like a dad, like you do with your own. So when I got there and I just seen hundreds of kids, I just thought, I'm going to talk to him like a dad would. And to me, it was so powerful because everyone I spoke to, they didn't have a dad. Their dad was abusive. Their dad was on drugs. Their dad was on just or gone. They would say, my dad went liming. I didn't even know what that meant. Their, my dad went liming, and I guess it, I found out that it, he left or he went on vacation or whatever. So I would just talk to them like I talked to my own kids, you know. Um, but the main thing I instilled in every single kid I spoke with, Jesus is always with you, no matter what. If you're scared, if you're at school, if you're at home, wherever you are, Jesus is always with you. All you have to say is his name, Jesus, and I would whisper it like Jesus, like if it was some magical word. But it is. It's powerful. But I would say it like in little kid speak, like Jesus and they would just kind of light up like, you know, I even said stuff like when you're in the bathroom or when you're playing, just say Jesus and he'll help you. You know, he'll be there. So um, they would get it. They would light up. You know, it didn't have to be this big old elaborate prayer. You know, just say that name and he'd be there, you know. So I was really excited because I was loving on these kids like like if they were my own. As a matter of fact, I sent Tanya some pictures of kids, and she was like, bring them home, bring them home. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could, but I can't bring them home, you know? We can't, even though you wish you could. You know, you feel sorry for leaving them. And then, um, I'm not going to lie, when we were doing the services, I was pretty intimidated when we had to pray for the people at the church. When I seen the worship leaders and uh, some of the leaders and the staff come up, I was like, how am I going to pray for you? You know, you're the worship leader. You're the leader. You're this and that. But I just whispered to myself, Holy Spirit, give me the words, what's to say? Because I didn't know. So I just started praying. I encountered the same man Eddie did. He started telling me about his gay son. And I was just like, you just have to love him, you know. You just have to love him. The same things probably a lot of people said, you know. The Holy Spirit gave me the words. He gave me the, the boldness to speak things. And I started to notice them break down and crying. And I'm like, you know, man, the Holy Spirit's got this because it ain't me because I didn't have the words which to say. He did. So 
I just thought, man, how good God is. Like everybody else has said, how good God is. So just remember, like the, I told the kids, I'll tell you guys, Jesus is always with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and happy Mother's Day to my wife and all the beautiful moms out here. Praise God. We're running out of time, so let me get Sam and Jose and is Elios here. Come on down, Elios. Is Chewy here too, or is Chewy out? He's in New York. He got he got back and got on a plane. He's jet setting now. So, uh, is there anybody else on the team that didn't come up yet? Elios, we had our youngest at fourteen. Elios is sixty-four years old, sixty-six years old. So. Come on, y'all. There's no excuses, amen. Tell us, we'll start with Sam here. All right, tell, tell us a little bit about it. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I was very blessed going to this mission trip because I wanted to, when I, went, when I uh, said yes to God, I wanted to go in with full heart. I didn't want it to give it everything I have. I couldn't do this being this quiet people that a lot of people see me as. So... As I got to the first school, I told, uh, I felt like I kept um, getting, you need to show them that you want to be here. You need to show them that you're here to help them. So I had to put myself aside, and I had to be myself, because as you saw in the videos, that's who I am. <laughs> so I had to be myself, and one thing that stuck to, to me during this trip was look at yourself the way God sees you. So every time I thought about that, I said, then God sees me as myself, not as this quiet person. He's like, if I'm here to hype up these kids, to make them show that I'm here, that I'm willing to give everything, then I'm seeing myself the way God sees me. And God showed me and gave me enough confidence to trust in the Holy Spirit. Because I came in and I'm like, what am I going to say, you know? And pastor was like, this is not, you shouldn't be thinking about it, just pray in the Spirit. And things will come up, and man, does he tell you a whole bunch of things? Because <laughs> there was people that that I got words for, and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work. But as soon as I said them, they they're like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. So I was just blessed the fact that God got me out of this comfort zone to where I like being who I am. Even as the usher, I was over there praising, you know, doing me. Because it's not about, you know, what other people see. It's about what I want to do for God. And I want, if, I, if, if my version of praising God is going crazy and, you know, praising him, then I'm going to do that because that's the way he made me. Praise God. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pastor Tina, Pastor Sergio. Uh, I was... Man, I was just blown away, like, like everyone else is saying, just the fact that we, we go out there to give again, and we just receive so much. We're able to embrace so much out there. And I, I just felt like I left that place with just a, a different anointing. I mean, in my worship, in, in just prayer, and everything that we, we, we did out there, I felt like it, we were just so blessed. And that wasn't the mission. That wasn't the goal. But God just delivered in that way. And again, thank you to my pastors and to the team because, and thank, 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 thank you to God because I was able to literally live out my dream there, amen, to go overseas. And pastor gave me the opportunity to do my music out there, amen. And it was just wonderful. And to be able to connect with people, 
Oh, my God. I'm just so blown away by, by just the amount of love that we received out there and what we were able to give back to people. I was able to connect with a lot of the young youth out there, a lot of the teens. There's a lot of gang violence. There's a lot of gun violence. And I believe God really sent me out there to specifically speak to those kids that they were telling me stuff that I don't know anybody else may have looked at them a little differently, like, whoa, you know what I mean? Fighting, fighting certain cases and going through the justice system and a lot of people might have been shy away from that, but I was able to be like, I understand, bro. I've been there, or I know guys that are there. And uh, he just used me in the way to be able to speak life into that and to pray over them and knowing the prayer to know that that's not your identity. Uh, that's not who you are. God called you for more, and he loves you no matter what. And, and, and I still, man, to this day, they're still hitting me up. We're on Instagram, and they're hitting me up, and I'm, they're praying for me. They're sending me prayers. I'm sending them prayers, and we're connecting. And I feel like, you know, we went out there for, for the kids and for the schools, of course, but for the TAM fam that we, we connected with, man, that was great. We, we, we didn't just create connections, but, like, friendships for life. And like like uh, Eddie said, I, I'll be out there with or without Pastor <laughs> for sure. Like we're going back and we're going back and we'll we'll be out there again. Praise God. Um, God bless you. Everybody says everything. What do you have to do? <laughs> you know, I want to say thank God for this church, for Pastor Sergio, Pastor Tina. Man, this is the best best church I stay in my life because give me. Give me a strength, give me anointing, give me a lot of things, and I can do it for God. Well, before I go to Trinidad Tobago, uh, I see pastors say, okay, guys, signing over there, I'm signing. But I don't have a money, but I believe in God. And he give me, he give me a lot of faith because I said, I'm going. My wife told me, this is, you, you, you say it's yes or no, no, I'm going. I'm feeling my heart. And... And I don't have nothing money. Second meeting, pastor say, "Well, I need uh, 750 for for uh, the, the I think uh, March 21st or something." Go, wow, my my back is empty. <laughs> I go back home. You know, I pray every morning. Every you know, I said my team in the morning. He said, "Lord, you have to supplies." Yeah, I go doing my side jobs. Yeah, I talk to the one lady. Give me $150. And boom, boom, boom. Fast. In one week, I have, I have almost the whole ticket paid. And he said, wow, I need money for a spade over there. And uh, the money coming. Really, I don't, I don't know. God opened the door for everything. But this tree, when I go there in the airplane, it's scared a little bit. Because my English is not, not perfect. But I said, Lord, what do I have to do? Because people speaking English, English, Spanish is easy for me. They go for uh, Republic Dominican, it's easy for me. But right there is English. And I start praying, I pray, pray, Lord, use me. And the Lord used me. I said, Holy Spirit, use my mouth. Because everything coming through here is your word, not mine. And I remember that Sunday, I lose my voice. The devil wanted to do something to me. I tried to Sister Luan, I can pray. Because my voice, nothing. You know, he said, Go, go there, talking in the air. Okay, I'm go. And I said, the lady told me, I don't have any boys. I'm talking in the ear, everybody. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't you know, the devil don't want me to sit down there one, the last day, the last service. You know, I don't care what my boys do it, but I think they do it good. And uh, one, uh, this Saturday, this Sunday night, I pray for one guy. And so put the hands over there, the blood of Jesus have a power. It's like, do it like this. I call brother Dave, Dave, come and help me. Uh, I feel something, this, this guy. And start praying, pray. And see the blood of Jesus have a power, leave this body free. And he's go down and go start praying for him. And he start cough and, you know, go through away everything. And when he's done, so he, what happened to me, Leo? You know what? You start coughing everything. See, I feel something coming out to my mouth. And say, well, uh, this is spirit. And, and, and he come and say, thank you guys for praying for me. He delivered. And uh, one more. <laughs> this, this, no, that one touched, break my heart. Do you remember what the schools? Get two small ones. The last kid coming, coming to me, I put my hands, Eddie called, go there. He started crying and crying and crying. Say, we have to pray for you. You know, talking. I start praying for him, and he told me, pray for my dad, pray for my uncle, Leo. Okay, what happened? This, my uncle, my dad abused me, physical and everything. I don't want to go back to my house. He break my heart. I want to say, come on, yet I can bring here, I take it. I don't care, really, because he need love. This kid need a lot of love. For no parents don't love it, no, nobody. This, I'm hugging, hugging. He's crying with me, and uh, I feel, I feel that Lord touch this kid. And now I pray every day for this kid because it's in my heart. God bless you. Dios lo bendiga. Diego, if you come. Wow. Last but not least, and we're we're wrapping up with this. Come on down, Christine. Christine. Did such an amazing job on this trip. She was able to also sit in with the praise team. You guys remember Jay Wave, who came and served with us. Uh, keep him in your prayers. He's really trying to make a run at his musical career for the purpose of trying to get back uh, to the States. But keep him in your prayers uh, as well. But Christine was able to sit in with the team and tell us your experience. Hello. <laughs> um, I just thank you first for, you know, believing in me and just for your vision. Dang it, already? Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, really, I think, to be quite honest with you, sitting in with the worship team in that experience definitely came secondary to everything that happened on the trip. I mean, those kids wrecked us. Like, they wrecked us, man. Um, on one of uh, the school time, uh, school days, we walked around and were just blessing them as they were seated and their hands were just reaching, you know, out for just being touched, you know, that love, that pure touch. And um, I was just walking around and then this beautiful little girl with her big old brown eyes just looking up at us. And I just started ugly crying in front of her. And it was embarrassing, but I said, God, this isn't enough. We need to do more, you know. And God said... Even throughout the trip, we, you were saying it, that we're just planting that seed that's going to grow as they grow. They're going to remember this day forever, and they're going to remember us, and that they're going to touch lives. And I just want to just thank the team because, man, the rookies, they carry this, this trip. And just thankful for CC touching those single moms and Jessica and the men. There were 
12 men and five women. There was a reason for that because those men, man, y'all just, you did it. And I'm just so thankful for this team and for this, cha- for this church because we go through this pain for a reason because we touch them and now they're changed forever. We go down in their history, like JB said, and it, just sitting down with their team, it was just surreal, you know, to think, man, that's going to be us one day. And I'm just forever grateful for everything that you guys did. Thank you. Before we let you go, uh, Pastor Tina just had a, a word in her spirit. So um, when the worship team was up here worshiping this morning, I was just looking at them and just feeling so much pride in my heart for these young people up here worshiping God and giving their all. And I know that they give a lot of dedication and time and hard work to doing that. So just as your spiritual mother to the worship team, I just want you to know how much I love you guys. And I'm proud of you for serving the Lord with your gifts and talents. And God's going to bless you, okay? But um, when Robbie was up here, I heard the Lord say, remind him of Joseph. And I just kept asking the Lord, tell me more, tell me more. And I was reading about Joseph. You know, Joseph was despised by his brothers. They um, beat him up. They put him in a hole. They ripped up his clothes. They lied to his father about him. Um, They sold him. His own brothers sold him, sent him off. He uh, went to jail was made promises. Those promises, they betrayed him. They broke his promises. They forgot about him. He was forgotten. Then he ended up in the, in Pharaoh's, um, working for Pharaoh and Pharaoh's wife accused him of raping her. She lied about him. Um, then he got sent back to jail again. All these horrible things happened to Joseph. And I'm going to read to you. It says, Joseph, um, chapter 50, verse 19, Joseph replied, don't be afraid. Do I act for God? Don't you see you planned evil against me, but God used those same plans for my good. As you see all around right now, life for many people. And as all the team got up here and shared about the things that impacted you guys and how God used you, every single one of you that went, you have a story. You have your own anointing. You have your own Joseph story where the things that the devil meant for your harm, God has used for your good. Luana, you, Samuel, you, um, Sam Willoughby, you, Willoughby, Sam Willard. Willard, what is your name? Willard. You know, we have another guy. His name is Sam Willoughby. He looks very, very similar to you. Willard, doesn't he look like Sam? That was crazy. I'm so sorry, Willard. I love you. But what the devil has meant for your harm, God wants to use to bless you so that you can bring life to many others. And so there's a Joseph anointing. It's not just for the people that went on this missions trip. CC, there's a Joseph anointing on your life. God's called you to bring life to many people. Jessica, Julian, there's a Joseph anointing on your life. And it's not just for those people, but it's for this body. Eddie, there's a Joseph anointing on your life. And you've got to identify and recognize and know that what the devil meant for my harm, it's okay. Because God's using those things for my good so that I can bring life to other people. And that's in this house, and God wants that for you too. So even if you didn't go on this missions trip, if you can just ask the Lord, show me, God. Show me how you're going to use me to bring life to many people. Amen.
And, and, and listen, um, we got, we've got our own mission here in, in town, too. This, this thing isn't only for the nations. We've got summer basketball coming up. We need some volunteers this year, um, as Jack was stating. We, if you can coach, if you can referee, if you can be a team mom, if you can write with a pen on a piece of paper, we could teach you how to be a scorekeeper. Uh, whatever you can do, help us reach the youth of this area here. That's going to start June 3rd. It's going to be every Monday night. Uh, and like he said in the video, you don't need to know a lot about sports. Just come and help us love on this community. And, and then again, um, you know, pray about coming with us on a trip. Listen, the reason I, I, I mean, it's, it's very obvious that we need to go back. But the reason I'm saying, you know, we need to pray about it. Because the reason we have great missions trips is because we go where God sends us. You know, you can go on your own, but it won't be the same, Eddie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You take Jose with you, but uh, uh, no, but seriously, it, we, we need to hear from God when we go on these things. That's what makes everything line up, the right time, the right people. And I do believe uh, we're going to go back. And I just, I really, I really want you to pray about those of you plan now. Uh, you got a year out for the next trip. If we go, uh, make sure you just start putting finances away, make time in your schedule and see what God will do in your life in that amount of time. Amen. Praise God. Let's stand on our feet. Again, I want to uh, remind all the moms out there, uh, stop by the back welcome table and get a treat. Um, if you're not a mom and you take a treat, the Lord's going to judge you. No, but seriously, go out after church today. Love on your moms. Make them feel appreciated. Um, and and, and just, just ex- express your gratitude. Amen. Let's go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. Father, I thank you for everything this missions trip did for that nation and did for our church, Lord God. I thank you for the willing vessels that said yes. And maybe there are people here today that heard these testimonies and they're stirred in their spirit. Father, nobody on this trip, uh, on this team is perfect, has it all together, but we're simply people that are every day walking it out for you and allowing you to uh, use us in the nations. I pray that you'd speak to others to help us in this mission of taking Jesus into this community and the world. In Jesus' name, Father, we ask that you bless every family, every person as they go, and make today very special for all the moms out there. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you guys. Have a happy Mother's Day, amen. Be blessed. Well, I hope you've been encouraged by the word of God. And if you have, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast or download our free app at the App Store and you can continue to get word every week from Elevate Life Church.